0: Hello, hiya! how are you doing? Hope you're all good and welcome to today's podcast where I'm going to be talking all about protein because you can't go very far without it getting chucked in your face these days, can you? So you might be wondering what the hell it is, why or if you should be having it and how much and all that jazz. So long story short, yes, you should be having it, but that'd be a pretty boring podcast. I could have done this on a reel, couldn't I? So I'll elaborate a little bit. My auntie asked me the other day when I said I was going to B&M to get some protein powder. She said, oh, what do you want that for? I'm like, oh, that's an interesting question. I answered with, because I find it hard to stay within my calories and hit my protein target. Anyway, so she followed up with, but why do you need that? I'm like, Okay, everyone needs protein. It's essential for building and maintaining muscle. For repair and recovery and that doesn't mean just from workouts that just means from your life so firstly I'll start off with how you can get protein sources in without i say without having supplements but to be honest I don't really see whey protein like protein shakes your bog standard ones as a supplement what it is it's just what's left over from or if it's making cheese or making milk one of those two it's just whey So as I said, it's just an easy and convenient way to hit your protein target with a lower calories rather than, I mean, it's a bit more convenient than walking around munching on a chicken breast. But that is one good source of protein is lean meat, chicken, fish, eggs, yogurts, legumes if you're in the veggie, vegan category, tofu is pretty high up there. Now, things that are not protein well they might be high protein but they're high in calories as well peanut fucking butter i'm sorry to swear but if i see one more person saying that they're having peanut butter to help with the protein i'm gonna rip my eyelashes out it's not even that high protein and it's very high calories so forget that and it's i said it myself there it's rank so just don't bother with it you know if you eat meat it's gonna be a lot easier to hit your protein targets if you're vegan or veggie yes it will be a little bit harder but it can absolutely be done and there are plenty of vegan friendly shakes out there these days and um substitutes i think's the word i'm looking for but yeah things like lean meat chicken fish yogurts obviously there's plenty of protein yogurts on the market protein bars help you top them up the aldi ones are like make sure you've got a good dentist if you get the aldi ones in my opinion like, they don't taste bad but they're just too hard for my liking b and m have a good range and um, but yeah you don't have to go too very far these days but just be careful with the, all these things marketed marketed is that right anyway All these things that are marketed as protein product, just be wary of what you're actually getting in there. Because I picked um, protein balls up or something the other day. And they're like four grams of protein in there. And for, I mean, it don't even really matter how many calories are in it. There's probably four grams of protein in the Mars bar. I'm not sure on that one, but I know there's more in a boiled or any egg. So just be careful on your protein to calories return, especially if your weight is something that you're conscious of or if you're looking to lose weight. I always estimate or go on the guide of 15 grams of protein per 100 to 150 calories. If you're picking a protein bar up that's 250 calories and got 10 grams of protein in it, it's not worth it in my opinion you could probably get something like a normal food if you like for a lot cheaper with the same calories and the same protein or even less calories probably actually so just be careful on that so things like the grenades protein bars they're like 20 to 23 grams of protein and about 200 calories and that's pretty good return for like a solid food most protein shakes will be 100 to 150 calories with 20 to 25 grams of protein in so i've just realized that i'm rattling all these numbers off you you don't know if four grams or 40 grams is a lot of protein it's obviously going to be specific to you and your body weight but a good guide is if you're just starting out and you've never paid any attention to your protein before to avoid you getting really overwhelmed and bogged down in it, if you aim for 1.5 grams per kilo of body weight, up to to 2.2 grams per kilo, you know, once you get used to how you can get it in um, and what have you. So for someone, we can put a rough guide on it for any for let's say a woman that is between 55 and 70 kilos, we could to say aim for 100 grams of protein per day and it should be per day like I've spoke before about your calories can fluctuate like think of it more over a week an average amount but with your protein it should be something that you're hitting every single day. Obviously if the heavier you are the bigger you are you're going to require more protein to help you recover and repair. Like I said 1.5 to 2 grams per kilo of body weight. You'll have to work that out in pounds, um, if you're in pounds, sorry. And it's not just about building muscle and helping your muscles recover either. It's It should be used. I mean, I've heard somebody else say this before. I can't remember who, who it was, sorry. But um, it said when people are in hospital, they shouldn't be giving them grapes. They it should, it should be giving them protein shakes because it is that important. And muscle is that important. I spoke about this in other podcasts like maintaining and building muscle is the number one thing that you can do for your health so resistance training number one getting stronger building more muscle and then you've got to help that muscle preserve itself and build and recover by eating high protein diet so if you've got an injury or if you you've been poorly um, I know it's tempting for some people if they have got an injury and they're not moving as much to cut the calories down so they don't gain any weight. But you know, whilst being sensible, nutrition is so important, and you should be aiming for an even higher protein, that even higher protein diet in during that time to help you recover, whether that's from an injury or an illness. And also what something that people have said is, oh, I'm, I don't matter for me, I'm older now, I don't, I don't move as much and I'm not, not doing as much. And even if they start in the gym, they say, oh, do I need to do, need to worry about that? Yes, definitely, it doesn't matter what age you are. And you could argue, as you get older, it's even more important because you, it will be slightly harder for you to build muscle, yes. And we, we start losing muscle, uh, women especially, after you know in his 30s so you can argue it's even more important as you get older but really it's important for absolutely everybody you know if you're young and you're still growing you're going to need that protein to support your growth yeah so there we go a long-winded way of saying yes you do need to worry about your protein not worry about it but you need to be conscious of your protein target no matter what age you're at or what training level you're at and things like that so I said how much, start off with 1.5 grams per kilo body weight. If you're nailing that down, let's try and up it to 2 grams per kilo of body weight. For an average size woman, between 55 and 75 kilos, a blanket prescription, if you like, would be 100 grams. But obviously that's going to vary slightly. But if you don't want to go and work it out, just you know, generalizing 100 grams. Just try and hit that and work from there it's also really effective or important i don't know if that's the right word if fat loss is one of your goals maintaining the high protein diet and even upping your protein in your diet is going to be really effective for helping fat loss because one it will keep you fuller for a lot longer because that's more satiating so i think that's satiating? is that is that a word anyway i'm rolling with it it'll keep you fuller for longer basically It'd be pretty hard to eat, overeat on chicken, like just plain chicken breast. It'd be pretty hard to go over your calories. Obviously, we don't want to do that, but you get my point. It also has what we call a high thermic effect of food. So it takes more energy to break down. So by the time it's in your gob and you've eaten it and it's been digested, the calories are actually absorbed from that chicken breast that you've eaten are a lot less than uh, let's say a, a piece of toast or a bar of chocolate so the I'm really struggling to speak today the caloric availability is less from a high protein source than a high just a high fat sauce so like a oh I don't know like a bar of chocolate I mean, that w- probably would have a, a bit of protein in it but so it's going to be even so you can have a bar i'm aware i'm rambling here i do apologize i'm rolling with it we're here in perfect action getting it done anyway what were i saying let's say you have 200 calories of chicken breast and 200 car- caramel 200 calories of dairy milk caramel because apparently i won't say caramel they are not the same yes they have they are 200 calories before they go through your body but look, I don't know the numbers, but by the time they've been digested, the caloric availability to be stored as fat is gonna be a lot less in the chicken breast than the dairy milk caramel bar. Let's not say you can't have a caramel dairy milk bar, they're very nice, but you get my point, hopefully. So if fat loss is your goal, that is another reason why you should be having it, plus as i mentioned the maintaining of muscle mass from a high protein diet if you are in a calorie deficit you may not just be losing fat you might be losing some muscle and this is why it is so important to not only be resistance training but to be hitting your high protein diet as well to maintain as much muscle mass as possible during a fat loss phase so hopefully that has cleared up why you should be having protein what protein sources are a bit on how much you should be having and why it's so important for absolutely everybody i'm gonna go now because i clearly can't speak and i think i covered everything that i wanted to i hope that helped and if you've listened to this and thought you know what i'd really like to work with someone that can't speak properly you can find me and apply for coaching on instagram at Selena Steventon PT. You can find me on Facebook at Selena Steventon Complete Fitness. And I'll put my WhatsApp number on here as well. All right, I'm off. Have a cracking day. See you later, kids. Bye.